This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford, credit counselor and educator for Clearpoint Credit Counseling Solutions, and Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, Associate Professor of Finance at Mississippi College, President of New Perspectives. Time for us to help you with your personal finance questions. We'll talk about some financial news that could affect your pocket, and we'll take your calls this morning. Plus, we'll tell you how to avoid a charitable scam this time of year. To join the conversation, call us at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464, or send us an email. It's money at mpbonline.org. So good morning. Hope that you're both doing well this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, any kind of uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday stories to share? Chris, I imagine you were out there 5 a.m. fighting uh, for the latest TV or something. I think when well, I got out on uh, Friday, I went by, um, got the girls, went to my house, some hamburgers, and went back to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pretty much, uh, that was my my day. Yeah, I uh, I didn't I didn't go out. I, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't mind the crowds. I don't think I would obviously like to get in one of those scrums where people start, you know, throwing punches or whatever. But I always in the early days before Black Friday got to be so so big, I used to like going to the mall just to kind of the challenge of, you know, zipping in and out of the crowds and that kind of thing. But uh, but I didn't really need to get anything, so no sense in getting out there early if you're not really in the fight for that huge It's just TV. not my idea of fun, not at all. But the big news was that people are ordering more on these mobile apps and online ordering, and I did a little bit of that over the weekend. And uh, I have a daughter who's living overseas, and interestingly enough, she cannot order from the uh, American Amazon and have it shipped to her there. So, so she sets up her wish list on mine, and I go in, and I can order it, and now I'm going to haul it all over to her there. <laughs> you know, I wonder, and you're bringing that up, um, what about, I'm just wondering, I'm just, if she had a Walmart within three miles or ten miles of her, I'm just making this up. I mean, could you order it all up, and you think she could just go by and pick it up there? Probably not. It's Of course, she didn't have that okay, I just didn't, uh, near uh, them. Yeah. They don't have that. Um, and uh, everything is different, and you have these issues with things being shipped into another country. And so it just complicates things. You know, actually, I realize now I was confused. I was doing my cyber shopping on Friday. So, and then Monday I went out and like, well, where are all the crowd? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah. I did do some. <laughs> but that's the other thing I noticed that I did do some online shopping. And it, it's, it seems like they're, the whole idea of this one day Black Friday or one day Cyber Monday, it seems now many retailers are like the entire month they're having right. sales. Right. And of course, this is a big and, time for any kind of retailer. Many of them work all year long uh, in the red losing money, hoping for this Christmas retail season. And we pay a lot of attention to the retail season and the response of consumers to give us an idea about consumer confidence and how the economy will be going forward. So we're watching it all closely. More online ordering, of course. We saw more individual uh, shoppers out there, but they are spending less. So we're kind of 
Um, just paying attention to what's happening. We just got numbers on GDP this morning for the third quarter. They're at 3.2%. That's really quite good. And housing numbers for September, house prices are back over the level they were the summer of 2006 before things started to drop. So the economy looks very positive. We'll be getting jobs numbers this Friday. That's what we'll be paying attention to as we go into this retail season. What about oil prices? What are you hearing now? Oh, my God. That's the big news this week because OPEC is meeting, and that is the oil-producing group. And they're all fussing and fighting because we have a supply glut, and that's why the price has been down. And the talk was that they were going to try to get together, and they were going to decrease production which means they all have to work together, which is a real stretch for that group, in order to get prices to go back up. So if they can decrease the supply, then the price will go back up. We're pretty pessimistic about that happening. And so that's what we're paying a lot of attention to this week, and it's probably why the market is down right now. And if they don't come to an agreement... And uh, they're all just going to go into a big old oil war as the Saudis try to knock everybody out. Um, It will be good for consumers Mm -hmm. overall, but we're going to see some declines in our markets and in our oil stocks. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. We've got some uh, phone lines open if you have a personal finance question this morning. Also today, we'll be talking about charitable giving this time of year. Today actually is Giving Tuesday. Uh, So if uh, this has started the last couple of years of, uh, you know, kind of after the spending of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, a chance for you to consider uh, what charities you think are worth giving to and and, uh, choosing this day to go ahead and and showing your support. So we'll be talking about uh, um, making sure that the charity you're giving to is legitimate and ways to avoid being scammed out of your hard-earned money this holiday season. Also, uh, later in the show, uh, the CNBC compiled a list of top 10 charities that are changing the world. So uh, we'll go through those. If you have a favorite cause or charity that you'd like to tell us about, you can as well. The phone number to get in touch with us and join the conversation is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. So why don't we start out uh, going through these uh, this list of the 10 top charities changing the world in 2016. Again, this was compiled by CNBC. Um, so, you know, we're not advocating these charities, but uh, it gives you an idea of, of some of the things, uh, types of work that's being done out there. Number 10, the National Resources Defense Council. Uh, it's based in New York City. Uh, they're uh, trying to safeguard the earth, its people, plants, and animals, and the natural systems that sustain life. The UN Foundation at number nine was created by Ted Turner uh, to advance the work of the United Nations. Caring Voices Coalition at number eight. Uh, it empowers patients who live with a life-threatening chronic disease through uh, comprehensive outreach programs and services aimed at financial, emotional, and educational support. Number seven is the Billy Graham Evangelist, uh, Evangelistic Association. Uh, Billy Graham established it uh, as in 1950 as a way to bring the gospel to many uh, people as possible. So right off the bat there, uh, an interesting variety of, of causes and things to work for. Um, uh, any charitable organizations uh, that well, either of you two I, I mean, I of... love to give to local mm-hmm. groups because um, I just, you know, I can see the work that's being done in the community. I may know some of those people who um, work for the organization or volunteer for the organization, um, and and I just have a, a better sense of a connection there. And so we always look for some of those local groups to give to. 
Uh, speaking of uh, Giving Tuesday, as I was, and, and local, uh, we'll put in a plug here. We're uh, advertising or uh, promoting uh, on this day uh, our, our car buy program. So if you have an old car that uh, you're not getting any use of out of anymore and would be interested in donating it to MPB, you can go to mpbonline.org uh, to find out the details. But again, it is Giving Tuesday, so it's a time for people to reflect on where they think their money can do the most good and take this day to uh, to, uh, to do that. You know, we talk a lot of times when we think about giving, we do think about money, um, but also, you know, giving of time and, and different organizations. Um, uh, you know, um, one that I'd partnered with in previously, and people just come over on one night at this organ and just cook at this house. Uh, the group that will stand there, the cook at the house, and just provide food for that night. So there's a lot of different ways you can do things. Um, um, it could be an organization that's um, out there that uh, helps families and, and with children, and there needs to be children clothes donated. So it's a mix of things. You, you know, just kind of put your hat on, ask questions, and uh, check into these organizations. Yeah, and again, I think especially the the more local ones uh, can always use volunteer. I would I would imagine that almost any uh, charitable organization uh, could use folks well, uh, but, donating their but time. But the reality is they need money, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of these organizations have uh, lost a lot of funding sources. Some of the local government entities cannot fund them the way they used to. You know, Stewpot uh, in Jackson is one of my favorites. Um, we have in Clinton the Four C's. That's a, a favorite of ours as well. And so, again, looking at your your community, and uh, certainly there are a lot of churches that uh, you can funnel resources through. You want to make sure that... Um, if you can, you can't always do this, but um, to to go through a recognized charity so that you can get that tax deduction, that's mm-hmm. always a nice plus to have. That doesn't always happen because sometimes you just need to just, you, you may know of a particular person or a family who needs help. When you give them money that is not tax deductible, uh, certainly can do a lot of good there, but it has to be a recognized charity to get that tax deduction. Also, uh, the Secretary of State's office here in Mississippi is responsible for registration and regulation of charitable organizations. Uh, Each year they kick off a Check Your Charities campaign during this time of year. Uh, You can go to sos.ms.gov slash charities uh, and find out uh, to make sure that your charity that that you're interested in giving to um, is legitimate and that the way you can uh, rest assured. Well, not just legitimate. You want to make sure uh, or you want to check how much of every dollar goes to programs versus going to just paying for a building and salaries. You know, that's what you want your money to go towards. And I always look for something in the 85 cents on up uh, to every dollar that goes to the programs. And I believe on that website on that uh, that you can actually uh, check into that too. So again, it's sos.ms.gov slash charities. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we've got some open phone lines. So if you have a personal finance question that you need answering, or maybe if you'd like to share about uh, a charitable organization you think is worth supporting, uh, you can give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more after this.
support for MPB comes from Fondren's First Thursday, this Thursday, December 1st, beginning at 5 p.m. A community event featuring local art, merchants, live music, family activities, and craft beer. More details at FondrenFirstThursday.city. It's Giving Tuesday, and you can support MPB today by donating a vehicle. We accept cars, trucks, motorhomes, and RVs. Donating is easy. We take care of the whole transaction from processing paperwork to pick up a vehicle to transferring title. You could even qualify for a tax deduction. All you have to do is go to mpbonline.org. That's mpbonline.org. Thanks. Hi, I'm Nina Totenberg. You can support the programs you love by donating that unwanted vehicle. It's served you well over the years and can still get you around town, but let's face it, it's just taking up space. Donate it today. It could be worth hundreds of dollars to this station, and you could get a tax deduction. And thank you. Go to mpbonline.org and find the contribution link on our homepage. We appreciate your support of our programs. This is the time of year where people are giving back to the communities they live in. Whether donating a new toy to a toy drive, donating canned goods to a food shelf, or serving dinner at a soup kitchen, people are making a difference. One of the biggest ways you can give back to MPB is through car donation. Donations are tax deductible and donors receive an end of the year tax deduction. To donate or learn more, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford and Nancy Lotridge-Anderson. We're talking today about charitable giving and also looking for any personal finance questions that you might have. So if you are uh, if you need a question about uh, your investment, uh, saving for retirement, the stock market, uh, buying a house, your credit cards, your credit score, your credit situation, those are some things that we usually get questions about. Uh, so if you need something answered, we'll do our best to give you uh, some good information at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one 672 7464. You can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. Again, a reminder, we talked just before the break about the Secretary of State's office. The Check Your Charities campaign is underway. So to uh, go to see uh, that your charity is legitimate and to see how they spend the money that you give them, you can go to the Secretary of State's website, sos.ms.gov slash charities. Um, I also went, did some research and uh, so found some things that are kind of like red flags. This would be if you're solicited maybe on the phone or something uh, to support a charity, uh, some things to look out for. Obviously, if someone refuses to provide detailed information about the identity, mission, costs, and how the donation will be used, that's certainly a red well, flag. Well, I mean, Kevin, I don't even give when somebody calls me on the phone. And if they start to make the request, I will say, send it to me by the mail and I will take it under consideration. And uh, that usually shuts down a lot of that stuff that goes on, because once you get something in the mail, then you can have the chance to sit down and investigate, look at the Secretary of State's office to make sure that they're registered in the state and can solicit, and uh, then you can make your decision. And actually, that's uh, the number one on our list of things. Uh... Look at that. I always do that, don't I? <laughs> Nancy has a lucrative career in uh, writing for online financial sites. I'm clairvoyant. But, but should, they do say that to do your homework, you know, as you said, 
find out about as much. Uh, you know, it makes sense. You're giving your money. Everyone works hard for their money. We we talk about you know budgeting and saving and making sure we have enough money. So when you choose to uh, make a charitable contribution, obviously you want it to do the best, and you want to make sure it's going to where you intended well, and, to go. And and I think you should budget your charitable giving as well. You should, as a family, sit down and say. How much over the year do we want to give? And then you can make uh, a conscious decision about where each of those dollars will go, and you can divide it up. And then if you get somebody off the cuff, you can say, I'm sorry, uh, I've already done my budget. You're not in it this year, maybe next year. Yeah, and there are a lot of organizations, that you, honestly, if you check into it, you can give locally, and it can spread you thin. It really can. Oh, you can, and, and, yeah. Um, I guess where you feel the most uh, committed to and, um I've heard somebody, you know, say this one time. They just they said we pick three, and that's what we do. And they do that at the end of the year, and uh, and they said we've stayed with that, stayed that course for years. So, you know, whatever works for you. But you know, I, I agree. The idea of the the annual donation plan is a good idea. If you're doing your budget, why not go ahead and include some room in it for uh, charitable giving? And it might be if you do the Christmas club thing, or you do something where you're socking money away. Uh, for Christmas gifts for your friends and family. Uh, why not go ahead and pay, maybe put an extra $10 if you can maybe in that uh, per month, and then at the end of the year you have that uh, not only to give gifts to your friends and family but to uh, give some charitable giving as well. Uh, we've got a caller on the line, so we'll say good morning to Brett in Clinton. Hello, you're on the air. Go ahead. Sorry, Brett, let me get this uh, worked out there. Can you hear us? All right, hang on one second. All right, obviously, if you can hear me, I'm madly punching buttons and nothing seems to be working, so Sam uh, in the control room hopefully will fix that for us. Uh, Brett, hang on there. We're trying to get you on the air. We'll get to your question uh, in just a minute. Well, I mean, we do have some um, information about the type of question this person is asking, uh, asking about blue chip stocks to invest in after January 1st. Um, I will say that we often have something we call the January effect. And if uh, markets are going to go up, you know, that's a big if. Uh, we've already had a nice um, bump up in markets, then that usually will happen the first two weeks of January. And that happens because you see a lot of tax loss selling at the end of the previous year. So if we're looking at blue chips, um, you know, I would say your healthcare stocks are going to do well. That's what we've seen a nice um, increase in those because um, the talk before, then possibly some of their margins would be cut with cost cutting measures. That doesn't seem to be the case. Um, so those would be possibilities. Um, I'm a little nervous about some of the technology stocks right now, and um, they have not done as well. Uh, but we're going to be watching some of those. I'm cautious overall because I'm waiting to see what some of the policies will be. And we don't have a lot of direction. Uh, financial stocks also doing well. So that would be an area to put money in as well. Anything that has a good dividend would be a positive. All right. Uh, Brett, we're having a little bit of a phone issue. We're going to reboot our phone system. So if uh, you would like to call back and give us your question, we can talk more about those uh, blue chip stocks uh, to invest in after the first of the year. We are looking for your personal finance questions at one eight seven seven mpb ring The phone number is one 672 7464. You can send us an email to money at mpbonline.org. Uh, you know, I, I guess we can also talk about some things to uh, be aware of. Uh, one of the other things that I came across in a number of different articles is the idea of, you know, s someone that's dishonorable will 
take the name that's very close to a nationally known or a well-known uh, uh, charity. So to make sure that, you know, the exact name is right again, um, you can, as Nancy suggested, either ask them to send you some information or just, uh, you know, put off your decision and go ahead and, and do your homework, go uh, research the site. Uh, one of the other things I saw in here that was a good idea would be to contact uh, the organization in general, say if it's someone supposedly uh, fundraising for the local, say, fire department, uh, call the local fire department and let them see if they know that this mm-hmm. group is out there. And again, uh, try to find out, you know, what will happen with uh, with the contributions uh, that you make. And, I, and again, I would imagine that any legitimate charity, when you say, well, how much of my money goes to whatever, they would be willing to share that information with you. Well, m- most of them would know it, that. Now, you, you, you might not, you know, if you're just having somebody who's volunteering to make phone calls, they may not know that off the top of their heads. Uh, but uh, we can go to the Secretary of State's website and we can see those uh, charities that are registered to solicit donations in the state and there will be information there and you can back up and certainly national charities you can go to their website and they will show all of their financial information out there and so that's a good helpful thing to look at you know and also uh, i know a lot of companies participate in a, a donation to you know employer picks out a organization local they've done their homework and they donate money there and um you know so that's another avenue to say you ask your friend y'all did y'all's company you know uh, sponsor a organization or something like that and um and that'll help kind of find out a little bit more information there but uh and then also there's some local organizations that kind of support a lot of other uh i guess that kind of trickle down effect there in a way but uh, that supports other local organizations. So yeah, it's a lot out there, but you just you've got to do your homework. You've got to, you know, ask questions. And I, I'm I'm what Nancy said. I like to see stuff in writing. I want printed material. I well, mean, I and do. and I like your idea of of this family saying there are three things that are important to us. And uh, you know, there's so many good organizations out there doing good work but as you say you can get spread very thin and so i think as a family you just need to look at what's important to us what are the causes what are the areas where we want to concentrate our dollars and recognize there's still a lot of good things out there but i'm sorry no my money is going in this direction and i think that's a a good time to as you say teach the the family members kids you know uh the idea of charitable giving and 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 that's and why that's and it's important. not all about them, right? And then and and that's why I think that uh, this time of year, I think uh, it kind of goes hand in hand. When some people kind of uh, complain about the over commercialization of Christmas, uh, this is also though a time of year when a lot of people are are making these charitable donations. So uh, there are people that are thinking about others this time of year as well. We talked about uh, ways to avoid uh, the being scammed and doing your homework, knowing you know what the charity is and. Uh, trying to find out as much information about it before you make it. Also, uh, it, the number two is take the long way there. It's, it's like, you know, don't respond to the email uh, or a site on Facebook, but go ahead directly to the website of the organization uh, that you're trying to contribute to so that you know, again, that that's legit. And again, uh, that'll help you uh, understand more about the mission that, that they're doing. Uh, and Nancy, this is another one that you mentioned. It says request information from them, not the other way around. Obviously, you don't need to give out your social security number or any sort of banking information to uh, to make a charitable contribution. In fact, you should be trying to find out more about the organization that's asking for money. And the last tip is to keep records uh, so you know uh, where your money is going uh, during the uh, charitable giving season. Uh, I think we're still having some phone issues, but it looks like, hold on one second. 
we have an email that says, uh, what standards do you apply when donating to churches? It seems to me that most of the church budget goes to salaries and buildings, not programs. Does the Secretary of State provide info on that? Uh, no, you won't. But you can, um, certainly if you're a member of a church, you should have access to the financial statements. And you can designate money that you give to a church, and they should honor that designation. And uh, so you can say, I want it to go to a particular mission. Um, or you can say, I want it to go to the general fund so that it does cover programs and buildings and salaries. So that is up to you. Uh, but, um, you know, a, a, a church is just like any type of a business in that it does have this overhead. And the smaller the church, the larger the percentage that's going to go to cover facilities and salaries. That's just the nature of it. So if you want to support that, if you want to be a member of that, then you're going to be fine with it. But again, you can designate it to go to certain uh, missions or activities. You know, we talked about keeping records. Uh, it's important just to you know kind of help track where your money's going. But also, uh, if you do want to make any sort of uh, tax benefit out of your, your contributions, obviously you're going to need some record of, of how much and to who you contributed to. Right. You need a receipt on all of that. And um, and we had an issue some time back where they would they stopped allowing you just to say, here, I have a cancel check. And so you really do need to have a receipt from the organization with every donation. If you do a um, a, a, uh, a gift that's not cash, then it's just a donation of some type of goods, whether it's clothing, furniture, anything like that. You still need to have a receipt. And then that organization usually will not put a dollar amount on it. It's up to you to do that. And I would just say be reasonable. Uh, you don't want to raise a red flag with the IRS. Uh, we need to take another quick break. When we get back, we'll see if we can get some phone issues worked out. And uh, we will continue discussing charitable giving. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. We'll be back with more after this short break. like to show your appreciation for the things in life you're thankful for? One way is to support MPB by donating a car. Running or not, your contribution will benefit our statewide mission. And you can get rid of an unwanted item. The donation is tax deductible. To donate or just to learn more, go to mpbonline.org. At our website, you can find details including tax benefits and same-day service. The election is over, and the nation has a new president, Donald Trump, and a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will keep bringing you the best coverage from coast to coast to help you make sense of it all. So listen every day. 
Do you have kids? Chances are good that you've embarrassed them. Those new dance moves you were practicing when their friends came over, driving them to school in that old car. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the host of Marketplace, and I don't want you to give up your groove, but might I suggest donating that old car to this station? You'll save your kids some embarrassment, and if you upgrade to a newer model, you could be the coolest parents ever. Go to mpbonline.org and find the contribution link on our homepage. We appreciate your support of our programs. The end of the year is the perfect time to get rid of that old car that's been taking up space in your driveway or garage. Why not let someone else sell that car for you while you simultaneously contribute to MPB? Donations received by 12 a.m. local time on January 1st count for the 2016 tax year. Wrap up your year in the spirit of holiday giving and receive a tax deduction for your vehicle donation to MPB. To donate or learn more, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford and Nancy Lotter-Janderson. We're looking for your personal finance questions. And also today we are talking about charitable giving. So uh, looks like we have a caller on the line. So let's go to uh, Linda, who's called in from Port Gibson this morning. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. What do you have for us? Yes, uh, I'm calling to uh, say what my donations are. I donate to Hands of Hope. They're out of Virginia, West Virginia, I mean, and uh, and I also donate to the Salvation Army as well as uh, Vicksburg Rescue Mission, and uh, I'd like donating to those causes because uh, in 1999, my mother's house burned, and uh, they came to her rescue and, you know, helped out. Mm-hmm. And that's great to have mm-hmm. that personal connection. Do you have a personal connection with West Virginia? Um, they have a, like a mission from different churches. Mm-hmm. They have a mission. Uh, and they go to West Virginia, I think, once a year. Um, you just bring the donations over to uh, a specific church. or uh, uh, what I, and, and I also support whatever causes they have, like um, they have soups, um, soups and salads and, and stuff like that. Well, you know, and that brings up Mississippi, even though we end up being on the bottom when it comes to median household incomes, we're always on the top when it comes to generosity. And I'm very proud of that, mm-hmm. that uh, we are a generous, giving people. I want to uh, say something real quick before I hang up. Okay. Uh, You have to be very careful about people. They come around this time of year. It's for the one specific person to say, I'm taking donations for somebody's house that burned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they go from place to place with that particular line, and they come to find out they're pocketing the money. Right. Yes. That's why, you know, I think even in that situation, uh, if uh, you hear of uh, someone in your uh, town or, or area that is uh, in need of a situation like that, again, 
as we suggested with the charitable uh, organizations, just maybe try to do a little research, find out mm -hmm. uh, to contact the family uh, directly and see if, if uh, what they might need. Because again, we talked about uh, giving is not only money and ensure in a situation uh, where a family has, a, has lost their house due to fire or something like that, uh, you can do a lot more than, uh, again, money is, is important, but there are other things that you can do well, to help out. Well, the other thing that just popped up this week for us was we were wanting to give to a particular cause, and somebody posted, oh, they have a GoFundMe mm -hmm. uh, site. So that's a, a website you can set up and solicit donations. But somebody cautioned that that might not be tax deductible. I don't know. Ah. Yeah, and I would say this. If somebody's coming around knocking on the door um, and you don't know them, I would just... Thank you for stopping by, but um, I do, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say I'm not interested. Then I might do my homework and check it out. But if if I even even if of interest, but outside of that, I'm I'm gonna say most of the times I'm I'm very uncomfortable with with somebody coming around knocking on the door. So Nancy, tell us the difference between uh, tax exempt and tax deductible. I mean, I guess tax exempt refers to the charity. But then tax deductible, right. are all are all charitable contributions automatically tax deductible? Well, they have to be um, a recognized charity, meaning they have registered with the IRS and have been approved uh, to get that tax deduction. And so you want to be careful about that. That means that they are tax exempt. Um, you can have nonprofit organizations that may not be recognized charities, so you have to be careful about that one as well. Um, but um, if you do then list a, a contribution that is not officially tax deductible, it could be kicked out. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. We're talking today about charitable giving. If you have uh, uh, charities that you think are worth your support and would like to share with us, we would appreciate that. Also, if you have a personal finance question, our phone lines are open. We're ready to help you uh, this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. Kevin, I would also say at this time of the year, this is when we are working with our clients trying to get in all of their donations by the end of the year. So a couple of things that we do, we look at uh, taxable accounts, meaning they're not retirement accounts. And for some people, they like to give away appreciated stock. So if you have um, a stock that you own in your portfolio and it's a gained in value, but, you know, it may be slowing down a bit, instead of cashing out the stock and paying the tax on the capital gains, you can then just give away the value of the stock. And many recognized organizations are able to receive that. They have brokerage accounts set up, so you just get their information. And with a letter, you can move that stock from your account over to that charity's account. And, of course, as soon as they receive it, they cash it out, and because they are tax-exempt, they don't pay any taxes on it, and they can then use that money. Um, the other thing that we do is if you're in a situation where you've had, you know, I'm, I know I've got high income this year, I need some tax breaks, I can't make all of the decisions to decide who's going to get my money, you can set up a private foundation at a brokerage account, and once you set that up, you can move over appreciated assets, you can move over cash, and you get the tax break for the amount that you move over, but then you have all the time in the world to decide how that money goes out and who it goes out to. So then you have an account, you can't dip into it yourself, but you can make requests for them to send out money to charities of your choice. So you're your own uh, charitable foundation in that. Yeah, period. you are. 
And you're right, that gives you some time uh, to review some things, and then it, it, it kind of gives that uh, the power of giving extends not just in the in the holiday season, but then you, you could then throughout well, the entire... Well, and, and that account, you know, you could spread, you could dump a bunch of money into it for this year and get the tax break and then spend, you know, five, six, seven years giving it away. Is it a real complicated process? Oh, it's very easy. Okay. Very easy. So uh, we've got some open phone lines. We've been having some trouble with the phones, but I think things are good now. So if you want to talk to us about uh, charitable giving and some charities that you think are worthy of support, or if you have a personal finance question, the number is 1-877-MPB-RING. Our phone number is 1-877-672-7464. Well, the other thing, uh, retailers are out there, and they understand that uh, PR is very important to them and Sometimes people will be willing to shop at places because they know that they're going to give a portion of that to charity. Right. Um, we just got news about Patagonia, and they had just um, stellar sales on Black Friday. So they're giving away a portion to um, charities that uh, focus on natural resources and the environment. So if that's important to you, you can do that. Is this and, and and I've got to, I'm just trying to think restaurants a lot of times they'll do ten percent yes and, uh, and that's always um, you know those may not be tax deductible if it's just a local group that they're doing it for but if it is a recognized charity that will be a plus uh, one other thing to do when we're talking about uh, you know, doing our homework and, and checking into these charities obviously uh, you know just do a quick web search uh, a lot of times you'll find out um, if there have been any complaints that they will probably show up the other thing I would recommend is the the Better Business Bureau. Uh, they often uh, will have uh, information on companies that uh, are not uh, above board. Uh, I know that uh, when I had an issue, when I sold uh, my uh, iPhone once years ago, I went through the BBB and was very pleased to see how that works, that basically uh, there was a forum set up, and so there's a chance for the consumers to lodge their complaints, but there's also there was a chance for uh, the, the uh, entity to answer back. And so to me, it was a very fruitful exchange, but it's a, a lot of important information there. And that's, you know, one of the things the Better Business Bureau is, is there for is to, uh, I think, is to protect legitimate businesses by helping point out those that, that might not be above board. Um, why don't we go ahead? We have to take one more break this hour. When we get back, looks like we've got a phone call making its way through, so we'll get to that. And we're looking for your input this morning as you join our conversation by calling us at one eight seven seven mpb ring The phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464 or send an email. It's money at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more after this. Information presented on Money Talks is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a financial advisor or any other qualified professional for guidance about your personal finance questions. 
Hi, I'm Nina Totenberg. You can support the programs you love by donating that unwanted vehicle. It served you well over the years and can still get you around town, but let's face it, it's just taking up space. Donate it today. It could be worth hundreds of dollars to this station, and you could get a tax deduction. And thank you. Go to mpbonline.org and find the contribution link on our homepage. We appreciate your support of our programs. The election is over. The nation has a new president and a new chapter in history has begun. We don't know what lies ahead, but NPR will continue to bring you the best coverage from coast to coast to help you make sense of it all. Listen every day. This is the time of year where people are giving back to the communities they live in. Whether donating a new toy to a toy drive, donating canned goods to a food shelf, or serving dinner at a soup kitchen, people are making a difference. One of the biggest ways you can give back to MPB is through car donation. Donations are tax deductible and donors receive an end of the year tax deduction. To donate or learn more, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell with Chris Burford and Nancy Botridge-Anderson. We're looking for personal finance calls this morning. In addition, we've been talking about charitable giving. Looks like we've got a couple of calls on the line. Jim, uh, Jim is up first. Uh, good morning, Jim. Uh, go ahead. There we go. All right, Jim, you're on the air. Go ahead. Another advantage of the donor advised fund for making your charitable contribution is if it's a good fund with a good investment plan, your donation can even grow by virtue of the way the foundation invested. And I recommend the Community Foundation of Greater Jackson. They're a great fund. Jane Alexander does a great job of leading it, and they benefit charities in the Jackson area that you can designate. So I recommend them. And that's another, you know, local group that has uh, great credibility. And when he mentions the donor advised fund, that's what I was talking about with setting up your own private foundation. Um, that's what that does. It goes into a fund where a manager is then investing that money for you. And um, and then you choose how that goes out and to whom it goes out to. All right. Uh, thanks for the call this morning. Next uh, up is... Uh... Bob, who called in from Brandon this morning. Hello, Bob. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yes, I wanted to let you know that the Secretary of State's office has a charity, charity site where any charity that's registered in Mississippi shows up on that site, and you can go there and get information on that charity that tells you how much they actually use for charity, how much their expenses are, et cetera. If they're not on that, uh, I don't give to them. I think that's a wise uh, bit of advice. All right, Bob, thanks for that. Again, let's remind folks of where that is on the Secretary of State's website. Uh, you would go to sos.ms.gov slash charities. And again, uh, as Bob mentioned, uh, you know, make sure that, that it's a legitimate charity, but also uh, it gives you an idea of uh, where the money that you are g- giving to that charity, how it is spent, uh, how much is actually, uh, you know, spent on things versus administrative costs. Well, and, and I can't remember that whole you know, uh, line. line to find the the website. So what I always end up doing is Secretary of State Mississippi. That takes me straight to their website. They have a great search engine on the website, so you can plug in charities, you can plug in all kinds of information, and it will get you there. All right. All right, Bob, uh, good to hear from you. Thanks for that bit of information. Thank you. Next uh, online is uh, Michael, who's called in from Fayette, Alabama this morning. Hello, Michael. Uh, go ahead. 
Good afternoon. Good morning. Uh, this is my very first time to phone any program from here in Northwest Alabama on Mississippi Public Broadcasting, and I have vivid memories of um, back in the nineteen mid seventies when I was um, still in elementary school. How your programs, TV programs, seem to have better quality. So I guess that meant slightly higher budgets than those produced by Alabama Public TV, especially a program you had at the um, TV uh, had at the time called the Metric System, helped me big time when I moved to Alabama School of Fine Arts in the seventh grade. Um, let me get back to um, uh, the reason why um, I went to. Um, I'm so glad my uh, parents found out about ASFA. Um, I'm uh, very. I'm a graph. I'm a studio artist and commercial artist full time with a home-based business, and um, because I earn about one thousand five hundred to two thousand dollars a year, um, I want my money, my donation, to get the biggest bang for its buck. Because of that and my faith in Christ Jesus, I guess you can understand why. Um, when I have specific charities to give to um, that uh, help human, you know, alleviate human needs and not just human wants, uh, dire urgent life necessities, but also tell them about the uh, Christian message of salvation, uh, when I have specific um, charities in mind, I'm upset and millions of other Americans are upset that we feel bombarded by one million 500,000 charities in this country, if you include lobbying groups, think tanks, colleges, and universities, and so forth. And if you're middle class, I live with family members, or low income, there's no way you can afford to give to each and every one. And I want to ask you a question about the newest uh, constant beggings for money. Uh, Kickraiser.com, friendkicker.com, gokickme.com, and so forth. I've uh, been looking on the Internet for information about uh, not only uh, people using these for frivolous purposes. Hey, dude, please give me um, – donate through Indiegogo so I can afford to attend the Comic-Con, dude. <laughs> uh, that was in Animation Magazine, a, a how-to uh, using the site correctly, but also complete scams and frauds. Um, but the day may come. When I may need to use uh, friendstarter.com and so forth because the town I live has only 5,000 5, people for upgrades, for um, electronic equipment for people in the graphic arts that I can't afford on eBay. Is there any way that – or for a big project – is there any way that uh, people in the media arts or other people um, – like scientists and inventors can use these websites as a way to get, um, as it were, uh, loans and um, grants from other average ordinary individuals as investors, since these are going to be for-profit projects anyway, business projects anyway, where we can pay them back with um, uh, with money or from our sales, or if not that, through just giving them um, copies of our work, and not to use uh, 
startup money. This was a great idea when uh, Kickstarter and so forth was founded almost 10 years ago, but n- not to use that startup money as um, donate, charity-type donations for what are basically for-profit endeavors by people in the media, arts, science, and technology, and so forth. I'll hang up and listen to your answer, and thank you so much. You all have been really helpful with this program for all of us. All right. I, I would think that um, <clears throat> I don't know how tightly those are regulated, but I think you can set up, as he said, some of them are very frivolous, but uh, others, uh, commercial artists, I know, um, like musicians and that sort of thing, um, they'll... Well, you have to make a um, a difference between am I trying to raise money as an investment in a business? And for many of those, Kickstarter would be one that you see a lot of that on, that um, there is some exchange. I'm giving you a piece of my future business, or um, I'm doing a music video, and you're going to get a copy of the video Mm -hmm. as a result of this. There's something that you're going to get uh, out of that. And that's not going to be, that's not tax deductible. That is just strictly, I'm investing in this business and that really depends on your um, networking group because you're going to be reaching out to people who know you and that's largely going to be who's going to be giving to this. Then there are other sites that are strictly donation type sites. GoFundMe is often strictly a donation type site. Um, I've given to um, teachers. You can go on and find local teachers who need help with school supplies in their room so you can give to them directly and they will respond to that. And um, so you had to be careful to, to see, is it an investment? Is it a donation? Um, if it's a donation, is this a recognized charity? So I may not be getting a tax deduction. Do I know this person? And for most of that stuff that's out there online, you're not going to find that it's regulated. And it's up to us to pay attention and to be cautious about that. And, you know, you're only going to see those unless they pop up on your feed, somebody you know who's posting that on Facebook saying, hey, go to this site because I know this person and they need help. Uh, yeah, I would think that all of the kind of the cautions that we talked about about uh, charitable giving applied to that situation as well. Try to find out as much about the person who's asking for the money, you know, as possible. The other thing was I did something through Indiegogo. It was for a cat litter box. Um, a, it took a lot longer because they were inventing it, and they would send out emails that said, we don't like this manufacturer, we're going to somewhere else, you know, that sort of thing. But it also made it quite clear that it said you are giving – you are." You're investing something without any kind of any, expected return. Right. There's we, no guarantee on right. returns. If, we've, if yeah. we get the cat box, we're sending it to you. But if it's a complete failure, thanks for giving us the money. Well, and then there are other sites out there we're seeing. This is really interesting that where people are bypassing going to a local bank and going to that process of getting a business loan. And so they're connecting with people out there directly. And you can lend money to people and you can uh, collect interest from them. And, of course, you're doing that at your own risk. That's going to wrap us up for today. I guess the bottom line from today's show, uh, when you're thinking about charitable giving, uh, just do your research. Make sure you know where it's going to and you know all about the uh, the organization that you're giving that money to. Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio, funded in part by generous financial support from you, our listeners. Uh, our show is produced by Sam Wells, and our call screener today was Jonas Adams. So for Nancy Lotter-Janderson and Chris Burford, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next at 10, it's In Legal Terms, followed by Relatively Speaking at 11. We'll be back next Tuesday at 9 for another Money Talks, heard only on MPB Think Radio.